Welcome to a very special episode of NPC Corporate. <laughs> it's after school. It's me, your DM, your district manager, Hobart Thompson. But wait, sorry, what is after school? <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, wait, you said it was Hold a very up. special episode. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yes. It's after school and after life. <laughs> 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 Anyway, let's introduce the premise of the fucking show. Yeah, <laughs> I'm your normal district manager, Hobart Thompson, but tonight I'm putting away my dungeon master hat and putting on my keeper's cap because tonight is our annual Halloween episode. Uh, and uh, instead of playing D&D for our Halloween episodes, we play Call of Cthulhu. So this is yet another step into a Call of Cthulhu one-shot uh, based in not fantasy Chicago, our realm for our actual D&D 5th edition play podcast, but instead a kind of, a version of Chicago we like to call spooky Chicago, where it's a little bit darker, the air is a little crisper, and spooks and specters wander the mortal plane. Oh no! So, before we get into tonight's Fright Fest, let's meet our frightening funny cast i'm too scared to do it but i'm gonna do it so i can get out of here before i get killed by this haunted house (laughs) it's me brandon uh he him pronouns i usually play uncle meat but tonight are we just don't don't say oh uh see that was secret spooky right there secret okay you know what we're doing short intros (laughs) think about it (laughs) think about it i'm you know, I'm thinking about it right now, so I think I'll just get it out of the way. Hi, my name's Meadow K. Lilliam, she, her pronouns. Um, yeah, and I just, I, I'm just biting my nails over here down to the bone because I'm so scared. Oh, no, and he looked out at your hands, and they're skeleton hands. Ah! Oh, no, I love it. Oh, boy, <laughs> it's me, Lizzie, Daddy. <laughs> I'm so scary. Um, tonight... I'm here, and my pronouns are they, them. (laughs) 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 Good start. I'm Sadie Landcree. She, her pronouns. I'm freaking gobbled straight down to the ghoul tonight. (laughs) So scared and Italian tonight. Scared in Italian. I mean, if I ever had cause to make a dating profile, that would be. <laughs> That'd be the one. Uh, Scared and Italian. I'm a lot like Luigi. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I'm just feeling it. 
we can't do two episodes in a row where we get really <laughs> on the Mario jokes. Yeah. Let's, let's wag away. They're going to take uh, away so... my Nintendo sponsorship if I don't bring it up. <laughs> oh, you're right. Damn, you're right. Yeah, right. yeah we, we, we really need that Nintendo money. <laughs> Sorry, Miyamoto. Uh, 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 this show's incredibly expensive to make, as you can tell. <laughs> um, uh, so, tonight we're playing Call of Cthulhu. It's another tabletop RPG. It is more focused on horror, survival, and investigation. In this adventure, our players will be playing uh, investigators of a different sort. Um, so, let's begin, shall we? Spooky music time. <laughs> um, so this story takes place in spooky Chicago. The year is 1947. The date is July 7th. Uh, spooky Chicago has changed a lot in the last couple of years. Uh, uh, the war is over. The world war. The very real world war that happened to everyone and uh, the nation is triumphant and uh, jubilant in its victory but unfortunately now that has somewhat crystallized in the years since the war ended into a paranoia a fear uh, that grips people's hearts uh, neighbors turning against neighbors uh, accusations being thrown of some outside force that seeks to undo the relatively new peace um, uh, in this fantasy world, uh, uh, ghost hunting is real, uh, you know, uh, a, a cherished pastime. People are into the occult and strange far more than they are in our own mundane realm. Uh, and so such strange things have sort of happen as uh, uh, fantasy and fiction have become more popular genres. And uh, uh, businessmen wear amulets of protection over their ties should some foul communist sorcerer tie to take <gasps> control of their brains. Uh, uh, people are on the alert. Uh, people have been encouraged to report any strange oddities they might see. And as such, uh, the world has become a little more closed off and drab than its previously colorful decades of decadence and depravity. Uh, you are all employees of a singular institution in Chicago, and that is the Hoffman Planetarium, far out on a small uh, peninsula of sorts, uh, it, it, reaching into Lake Michigan, lies the Hoffman Planetarium. Its construction was completed in the 30s um, and by the the illustrious Hoffman family. The Hoffmans uh, have had a long-standing sort of paranormal relationship and almost the empire within fantasy, uh, spooky Chicago. Um, the Hoffman family, uh, they, yeah, they, they head up a sort of uh, institute of paranormal research uh, within the city's loop, uh, but uh, have in the coming years used their fortunes to create other institutions of higher learning and exploration. And this is one such, uh, the Planetarium, that now bears their name. Uh, you are all employees at the Planetarium and spend your days uh, either in research or taking care of the, uh, the building as uh, visitors come and check out the interesting museum to astronomy and also get a nighttime show of the uh, famous telescope's lens gazing out over these darkened starry skies above Lake Michigan. Uh, it is a new, strange, brave world and you are all four people living and working within it. This story takes place on July 7th, as I said. The time is currently 9 o'clock. The museum has started to close down. Uh, uh, I want to go around the table real quick, and I want you just to briefly introduce your character, uh, especially focused on who they are and what their job is here at Hoffman Planetarium. 
Uh, I guess uh, since I was uh, so quick to get out of this haunted house, but I'm back in it. Oh no! Um, yeah, it's a, one more job. Yeah, I will be playing tonight. Uh, Mordecai Matillus Meat, uh, who is a spry and uh, youthful in mind, 84 year old janitor. Uh, he's he's looking old. Let me tell you this. Like he is like he, you see him. He's like basically just a few pounds away from being a skeleton, but it's it's. His personality and his gumption that keep him, uh, you know, uh, uh, fun to be around, and uh, you know, a constant reminder that he will die soon. He's so old. Uh, but yeah, he's he's just your your everyday janitor. He likes to give advice when people are looking for it. He's kind of like a part of the institution because he's been there for so long and uh, pretty well liked. He's a he's a he's a fan favorite, I guess is the best way to put it. <laughs> putting your putting putting your flag down as fan favorite. Yeah. Fan favorite. Voted <laughs> so by me. Self proclaimed. Yeah. People really like him for some reason. I get a hundred dollars for it for some reason. Thank you, Meadow. Me. Um, so. Tonight, I will be playing June, or sorry, May Osmond, not June Esmond, May Osmond. Uh, she's a mid-twenties, like, sh- she's a very athletic girl, she's about 5'9", and um, she's way more at home in, like, a, a workman's suit than any sort of dress or anything, uh, and so she has found herself hanging out in the uh, the service industry and has found herself working as a janitor here at the Hoffman Planetarium alongside uh, Mr. Meat and Old Bambi. she she has a lot of friends in the service industry as well and they they get up to some uh, some shenanigans I'll say uh, we're gonna stop right there with the two of you as we now join you in the lobby of the Hoffman Planetarium. Uh, here in the Planetarium, uh, yeah, people, it's, it's closing up. Uh, the last kind of show of the, not show, I mean, it's kind of a show to a certain degree, but it's mostly just people at this point. It's less a tourist attraction than certain planetariums it might be based on now in regular in modern day Chicago uh, might feel uh, it is more kind of like a place of research uh, science minded people tend to come here to get a taste of what it looks like to use the big space the big uh, telescope that's housed in the observatory of this planetarium uh, a lot of those people are heading out now it's sort of a middle-aged crowd is what I'm trying to say uh, they, they're they're all leaving and they're you know their they're suits and their finery and they certainly gotta get dressed up to go to the planetarium come on got uh, and uh you two are sort of uh, sweeping up, cleaning up, uh, uh, getting things in order for the close of the museum. Uh, it's a large, wide sort of atrium lobby here. It's sort of, the building is circular, and uh, there's sort of a little museum in the middle of this sort of wide open lobby area with marble floors. Uh, uh, to the north, there is a library, and then to the south, there are the offices, the administrative body of the museum. Uh, in the middle, there's kind of a help desk where a security guard, a man in his 40s, and that you know as Ted, is currently just sort of sitting and biding his time till he is off. Anything you two want to do? Why, well, he, he's really dedicated to his job, so he's like checking every little tile, looking that it got mopped, looking that it's clean. 
Like, he, he prides himself in keeping this place spick. And get this, spam. Uh, so, uh, uh, Mordecai, will you please make our first roll of the evening? I want you to make me a spot hidden check. Uh, so, in Call of Cthulhu, we are, instead of rolling our beloved d20s, we'll be focusing mainly on the d100. Uh, uh, I personally have my two little d100s here. Uh, I also have a, a gigantic metal, d actual d100 that has 100 numbers on it that a friend gave me, but it is so fucking cumbersome. It's like a <laughs> It's like a small cannonball. <laughs> if I remember so, too, it's very, very loud. <clears throat> yeah, it's very, very loud. Uh, so uh, we're gonna, I'm going to be rolling these. But in Call of Cthulhu, all the characters are assigned scores based on their core stats. Uh, same ones as we have in D&D. You know, strength, wisdom, intelligence, stuff like that. Uh, uh, and we're trying to roll under our score for that particular for our particular skill. Uh, half will be a better success, and then under that will be a critical success. So, Matthias, roll, or sorry, I keep wanting to call you Matthias because of your old no, character. Yeah, really... uh, Mordecai, please roll to spot trash. You just, all, <laughs> if you want to get right, all you have to do is think about your favorite Johnny Depp film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's the one where he has a mustache. It's already got my bow. I got a pretty good start here because it's a 19. And oh, with my character oh, sheets. Yeah. Where's my hidden spot check? It's a, it's alphabetical, so it'll be over in the S's. I don't know how to read. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I definitely I got I got the really good one. I have a forty and then a twenty Ooh. and an eight, so I got under that twenty at nineteen. Hey. Hell yeah. So yeah, you uh you uh, you're you're a uh, uh, a fucking experienced janitor. You know exactly what to do. What you're looking for. Uh, uh, no one will be able to complain tomorrow. The floors are not immaculate here in the Hoffman Planetarium. Uh, you also notice, uh, 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 well, say, since you did so well, uh, gun. you notice that, gun. uh, uh, gun, gun, well, gun. I mean, there is certain, there is a gun present, or the gun is on the belt of Ted, who's sitting down. Okay. Uh, and, uh, uh, Ted looks impatient. Hey, Ted, what's going on? <laughs> he was, he's, Ah, Rick's late again. Ah, oh, Rick, he's, you know what? You could set a time to how off time he is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's funny, old man meat. That's real funny. Thank you. That is my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Are we really going to go with that? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Brandon, Brandon said in his bio that he wrote that he showed real all of us that sexual double entendres had not been invented. Oh, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's Everyone's the forties. I boners. forgot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know you'll never pull a boner, old man. Meet your. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Okay. Not, two, not those two together. Two stands right? up, oh, erect of a guy. <laughs> oh no. Okay. I'm sitting on that one. Oh, it's, it's a oh. monkey. It's a monkey paw situation. I just realized that's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the monkey paw. And it curled. curls down. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Uh, do you want anything, May? Anything um, you want to do? Yeah, I was just gonna go up and I was actually gonna go and talk to uh, Ted. Be like, so, uh, how was it today? Any, any, uh, any events? Any, anything we should know about? Ah, slow day, slow day. Just waiting for Rick to come so I can get off the clock. He's going to watch the desk all night, you know. Oh, don't envy that, man. Let me tell you, I've heard there's some <laughs> strange things you'll see here tonight. Uh, and, and he says, it does get pretty spooky, but uh, Rick just likes to complain anytime he has to do the night shift. I know he's dragging his feet. Hmm. It reminds me, one time I was over here for an overnight shift for janitorial work. 
I was going by the old fish tank, you know, the one with the fish? Uh, mm-hmm. has the, the big old sea bass. And I look, and I swear, I saw two sea bass. Only one in there. Spookiest thing I ever see. Fascinating. Thank you. <laughs> this is, uh, delete all my notes. We're now doing the tale of two fish. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Ted, uh, this, uh, you know exactly what I deal with every day now. It's, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a story a minute with this guy. Oh, that reminds uh, me of another story. See? And as as, as uh, Old Man Meat begins to tell that story, we cut over across the lobby to the library room. Uh, inside the library, there are shelves and shelves of the institution's collection of uh, largely, you know, related material. It's a lot of engineering, astronomy books, uh, physics, uh, uh, star atlases, you know, that kind of, all the kind of stuff you might imagine a place like this would have on its shelves. Uh, uh, it's a, you know, it's a relatively small library with like about five tables for researchers and then a couple offices where the head of the library and the workers work behind a, a counter to uh, process process incoming and outgoing books uh, uh, there is a woman standing at the counter stamping books and putting them away let's meet her that was the stamp <laughs> was. Really just like Indiana Jones it's, it's a stamp gun <laughs> uh, no the, so this this uh, focused librarian is uh, Daphne Torrance she is a young upstart a uh, very driven young woman has a sort of dedication to her work and ambition that is slightly off-putting to others. <laughs> but she is very married to her work. She she is constantly in pursuit of knowledge. I don't know how much By more the way, I should I just, share. I, I just got the I just got the name. I love it. Yay! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, hell yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Daphne, you were working, putting away the books, trying to finish up your day, as, uh, you often are. You like to be here in the library room. It's a room that kind of gives you some comfort, and mm-hmm. you don't really like being out too much, and, you know, um, you avoid, as always, the mirrors around Interesting. Uh, 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 a moment to passes, and then out comes a sort of tall, sort of broad-shouldered, bearded man uh, wearing a tweed jacket. Uh, it is your your manager, your boss, uh, uh, Doctor Boris Dukes. Uh, he's the head librarian here, the manager of the collection, uh, and he adjusts his his pince-nez glasses. He looks at you and he says, uh, "He says, Daphne, um, you're." Uh, don't have to stay too late to put those away, but I do appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Dr. Dukes. I really shouldn't leave work for tomorrow, although I will be here tomorrow. Yes, yes. Well, I, again, appreciate your efforts. Uh, uh, well, I'm, I have to head out. I have um, a function to attend, so you take care. Thank you, Dr. Dukes. And, you know, you can always count on me if you have any tasks that need to be done here. I will gladly help you out. Mm, Thank you. Uh, I appreciate your efforts. Mm, And he turns and he walks away. Uh, you know Dr. Dukes to be a very shy man. Uh, you know, he keeps his personal life very secret. Uh, in fact, you have, from what you've learned about him, you know, to some degree... You know, to some degree, why? Mm-hmm. Well, that's your business. Ooh, um, you keep working. 
Uh, uh, stamping away at the books. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, for a second, as uh, you hit down with the big one of those big ass, you know, library stamps, uh, you catch your face in the shiny chrome. Oh, I close make, my eyes. Oh, <laughs> uh, first no, no, make no. me a power roll to see how successful it is. So you have one score that's pow, roll pow. Pow! <laughs> All right. It's the sound I... of the stamp. Sorry, I got to get pow! my yeah. digital <laughs> the stamp die goes pow. <laughs> yeah, If you do need to go pow, pow, power wheels while you're rolling it, I understand. <laughs> oh, boy. I just barely biffed it. So my, my <gasps> power level is 45, and I rolled 47. Oh. You do have luck points. Uh, they are a way to you're lower right. your score, should you like to use those. Uh, you can also push rolls, too, if you want to get fucking wild. I would like to use a little bit of luck here. Why Hell not? yeah, okay. It's not that many S- luck points. So you you uh, you uh, kind of catch your reflection briefly, catch your own eyes, and uh, for a second you swear you see someone standing behind you. And you just pinch your eyes close. You pinch them close as hard as you can. That's good. And you open them, it's gone. <sighs> Shake it off. I stamp really hard in the next stamp. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then that is the fucking cut to our next uh, area. Uh, we go up to the second floor with the observatory. Uh, the observatory is... Um, sorry, I'm hiccuping a little bit. <laughs> Let me stop hiccuping. Uh, the observatory is where the that houses the, uh, uh, institute, the, or the planetarium's massive telescope. It looks out over the lake and uh, has a sort of dome to turn, though largely the dome remains turned toward the lake because the light from the city... In fact, some might say this wasn't exactly the best place to build this structure, but the Hoffmans were very insistent. Um, uh, there, uh, standing in there, are two gentlemen working away at the telescope. Uh, uh, one is a sort of a, a pot-bellied, shorter man, going bald. It looks being his like pushing sixties. Uh, uh, he's got big suspenders pulling up his pants, and uh, he's clutching a pipe in his teeth as he stares into the viewer of the uh, uh, of the telescope. And uh, he turns around and he says. Uh, well, another check. Has it moved? Uh, and as he calls to his assistant, let's meet that assistant. <laughs> um, hi. Um, uh, I'm playing Flynn Larkin today. He's our. Uh, he's a. It's summer right before junior year at Fantasy Spooky UIC. Studying astronomy. <laughs> so so excited that I uh, got chosen for this really awesome internship. So excited. Um, you know, it's really cool and awesome to be here in a big city. We're from a super small town. So I was just really excited to be here and help out Dr. Montusky with like just everything he needs. He's, he knows so much about uh, just what's out there, you know? Uh, and then we, and yes, yeah, so you are the assistant to uh, this astronomer, a man named Dr. William Bontusky. Uh, Bontusky is a, uh, a a gregarious man who loves the stars more than anything. Uh, as he's always uh, looking through his telescope, uh, uh, a a record player in the corner plays marching band music, his favorite kind of music. Uh, as you two are, uh, as you two are talking and. Uh, uh, he says, it's the damnedest thing, Flynn. Hey, that, they haven't moved at all. <laughs> well, well you know, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll make note of it. I'm going to have a little clipboard. Yeah, make note <laughs> of it. didn't move uh, at sometimes. all. Sometimes. 
Flint, what are you talking about? Sometimes stars move. These don't. Uh, as you have been tracking all night long, mysteriously over Lake Michigan have appeared four new celestial bodies. They are four blue stars, bright blue, arranged in what can only be described as a horizontal line. Um, do they seem a different size than the other stars? Do they seem... I know perspective is tough uh, when it comes to space, but do they seem like very big but very far away or very small but closer? Make me an intelligence roll just with under your intelligence score. Unless you have any relevant educational stuff in your science. I can't remember exactly what you mean. I have an okay astronomy, but a much better intelligence. Go for it. Oh, baby, that's a 23. Uh, do, well, we're going to say it was astronomy, um, because I want to, yeah, because if you had such a specific skill, we're doing then, it. Then, yeah, yeah, pass. You pass? Hell yeah. Uh, you know that this is very unusual. It's extremely unusual. They seem to be the same size, color rate, not, not color, certainly not coloration, because they're blue. Uh, same size and brightness as the stars in the sky, but much like the North Star, it doesn't seem to change position. And you said there's four in a horizontal line? Four in a horizontal line. They haven't changed position. And, uh, Have all the other stars been acting as normal? Yes. From what you've gathered, I'll say with that success, you can tell it. Everything has been normal. This has been a, a definitely an anomaly. And I'll also say, as Mr. Bont- uh, Dr. Bontusky is about to explain, I called the observatory over in, uh, uh, over in Deer Heart, Michigan, and uh, they don't see it. And I called uh same one up uh, up in uh, Translucent Bay, Wisconsin. They didn't get it either. That doesn't kind of s- really make sense. So not. And mm. uh, uh, Mr. Bon- uh, Doctor Bunt, I don't know why I keep trying to take away his title. Doctor Doctor Buntusky, he looks at you and. He signs to you in uh, American Sign Language. Uh, what he signs is, uh, uh, think, Flynn. Maybe this is what we've been waiting for. Uh, <gasps> Flynn, you can see just like all the gears kind of turning. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep cool. Um, there's just kind of, there's... <laughs> Do you really think? Hmm. Um, go look at the like. Is uh, ruling out all possibilities? Is there like a ton of cloud coverage that, for some reason, a couple hundred miles away, people can't see this? Or like, are we? Special? The night is as clear as it's ever been. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna look in those that little telescope just to get into the closer look again. Uh, and as you look in the telescope, Dr. Bonteski speaks since you can't see him. And he says, he says, he's kind of like whispering to you a little bit. He says, I mean, we're talking about four stars that never existed showing up. No one else knows where they're from. No one else sees them, but here over this city. Why are they coming here? I mean, that's kind of the question, isn't it? But as we know, these things are not coincidental. I've kind of waited a really long time. What do we, what should we try to send a 
message or? <laughs> Andy says, if you have an idea to send a message, I mean, go for it. But I mean, I don't know what to do to message stars. <laughs> right. You will. Yeah. <laughs> well. On the planet, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'm not going home tonight. That's for sure. It's going on. <laughs> and, and and he says he says, uh, hey, well listen, why don't you go get some coffee and uh, we'll uh, take a look at this. Uh, when you get yeah, back. yeah, sure. I don't think they're going anywhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you scoot off down to uh, down to the uh, the second floor. Um, uh, okay, uh, we are now uh, going to uh, you go back to the lobby where our two janitors are hanging out. Not hanging out, but you know, doing their jobs. <laughs> hanging out a little bit. Hanging out a little bit. Ted. We're talking Ted. Uh, uh, Ted has started to gather his stuff, and he stands up and he says, "Okay, I'm gonna go downstairs and see if I can find Rick." Can yeah, you two watch the front door for a second. To, no one's coming, but can you watch it? Oh, I'd be glad to. Thanks for asking. Yeah, absolutely, Ted. All right, I'll be right back. Uh, just, um, I'll be right back. And he turns and he walks over to an elevator that goes down to the basement. Uh, it dings and he disappears. When he goes down the elevator, I look over to me and I'm like, are you... <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking, no by the way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> podcast. It's a podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, I need the classic glug glug uh, flask drink. Mine. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you got any? Oh, no. I said I thought he was, but if you got oh, some. Oh, I, uh, I mean. I mean, um, oh, oh, my. Oh. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> okay, I mean, Nate, you know I, I don't be, drink. I would be against drinking on the job. Wouldn't be the first time. Uh, oh. Uh, um, oh man, meat! It's so much fun, and I love this moment. You have a fucking flask of whiskey. Come on, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're an old right. ass dude. He does whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> just, I just pull it. I'm like, yeah. I'm 84. I'm gonna die in a day. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who's, gonna, who's, gonna, who's gonna tell an 84 year old man in the 1940s? By the way, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like 200. Like, have a little whiskey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 20 I take, years I away that. from a whiskey prescription. <laughs> I take, a, <laughs> I take a hearty sip confidently, and then I, I pass it to me. Oh well, I mean, okay. When in Rome, <laughs> when in Rome, drink this old man meat whiskey. <laughs> Ooh. Oh man! Ah, wow, that's hard to <laughs> consider. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, that's, uh, that, those are our merch. Is it's time o'clock somewhere? And time time. Oh, man, meat whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> it's, it's time time somewhere. <laughs> Why is it so salty? That's the tag. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and it's always like a commercial of someone like making like a oh yeah. face. <laughs> Why? <laughs> but still, you'll buy it. Yeah, you'll, you'll buy, buy it. You'll buy like it. it. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, uh, old man meat and uh, May, uh, as you stand there, kind of chatting and passing the flask back and forth, uh, uh, you suddenly become aware that there is a man standing outside the door to the planetarium. Uh, <laughs> uh, I subtly slip the flask back yeah. in my throat. <laughs> Sleight of hand roll. Oh, okay, that's, that's fair. <laughs> All right, let the, let's see how it goes for the 84-year-old. <laughs> Oh my god. It's a 99. <laughs> oh, no! 
Oh my god! Wow. Uh, I am so fucking sorry. That <laughs> my hand falls completely. off. You miss completely and you drop your flask on the ground. It sort of skates to a stop next to the security desk. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get it. You, um. Yeah, we'll have to get this flask back to Lost and Found. We just found it. Yeah, we just found it. I'll go see who that is. Uh, and I'm gonna, and May's gonna walk up to the door. Uh, as you approach the door, uh, you see it standing outside. There is a man in a military uniform. Ooh. Um, I, I open the door a bit and I say, um, this is the Hoffman Planetarium. Can I help you? We're close. And, uh, the man who's wearing, uh, sort of like this sort of, a uh, green, you know, military, U.S. military uniform, uh-huh. uh, uh, you immediately notice, uh, go ahead and make a, uh, 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 um, I guess spot hidden is kind of okay. what I like it to be. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't have my precious perception. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> That is, um, okay, so my spot hidden is 30, and I got a 28. Oh, hell yeah! Yeah! Right over there. Hell yeah! Uh, so, with that, you get a success, and so it is, I mean, basically, uh, so you notice immediately that this is a uh, sort of man in his early 30s. Uh, uh, one thing that immediately strikes you is that he is extremely handsome. We're talking, like, movie star handsome. Uh, he has uh, sort of a jet black hair, uh, slick back. Uh, he has uh, bright blue eyes and just like a chiseled jaw. And as he smiles at you, we see he has like just like perfectly white teeth. You also notice that he is flanked by two other soldiers, uh, uh, sort of a multi-ethnic group of soldiers. And uh, the other two guys are also extremely handsome. It's kind of what you, with your <laughs> successful spot head. And it's just sort of like, you're sort of like, whoa. Hey, f- Hi, fellas. Hey, fellas. <laughs> um... You, uh, you're a little late for the show. Uh, and uh, <laughs> he smiles and he says, uh, yes, my apologies for showing up so late. Uh, we hate to bother you, but can we come inside? Uh, sure. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, fine, fine men in uniform. Um, come, come on in. And I, I open the door. Uh, as you open the door, uh, uh, the man smiles, and the two the two uh, he walks in as the two others follow behind him, uh, uh, and uh, he sort of uh, stops and looks around the lobby, kind of admiringly, and he says, uh, "What a beautiful place, really nice." Uh, thanks. We uh, we try to keep it that way. What's this uh, all about? Oh, it's official business. No, I get it. I'm a bit of a I mean, if I, yeah, I get it. <laughs> and he, and he, he, he looks over, he looks over you and he smiles at you and he says, uh, so who is in charge and could I speak to them? Um, well, Ooh. there's, there's quite a few people around here that's, are in charge. I mean, do you want to talk to, I mean, Dr. Von Tusky's upstairs. Um, who's in charge the curator the, oh the... dr Rawl. yes yes that sounds that sounds perfect i'm sorry i have introduced myself and he holds out his hand to you uh may and he says uh, i'm colonel varick oh nice to meet you colonel varick uh, may osmond charmed uh and uh, he smiles and he says yes surely am i am i in handshaking range too 
if you'd like to. Uh, I'd love uh, to but be. he, as he, <laughs> as he stands there, he says, he says, uh, "Are you two guards? You seem to be. Wait, well, custodial staff. Custodials. Can you direct me to where the security guards are? Oh, uh, we're actually waiting for uh, the night shift to come in, so we're just kind of keeping an eye on the prowl right now. Oh, uh, are they nearby? Well, I mean, I mean, if you give him a few more minutes, I believe uh, Rick should be up here soon. Yeah, Ted went downstairs oh, to go uh, see if Rick was around. Downstairs. Very good. Sergeant Terry, would you please? Uh, Sergeant Terry, uh, uh, like a sort of a tall, dark-skinned man, uh, turns and walks over toward the elevators, pressing down. Uh, and uh, uh, Colonel Varick turns to you and he says, uh, so I would very much like to speak with your leader. Um, and we're cutting to the library. Uh, <laughs> also, I've been stamp, noticing the, uh, I've been noticing the cameos, and I'm really enjoying oh. it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad. Yeah. Oh boy. I was just uh, bamboozled by the mention of handsomeness. Yeah. <laughs> and so was they. If, 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 if I hadn't already picked a name for this one shot, maybe bamboozled by the air of handsomeness. <laughs> How'd you know the name my of my 80s next glam novel? rock album? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're in the library. Yes, you're in the library. Is there anybody else around right now? No, you're alone. Wow. I love that. I, <laughs> I'm i going to just keep working. <laughs> <laughs> My dreams are coming true. <laughs> like, uh, honestly, I think, you know, because Daphne's, Daphne's dream really is to have kind of reign and control over the library. So I think she's going to dip into a little bit of like, Ah, this is what it's gonna feel like if I'm head librarian one day. Yeah. This is my domain. You know, cracking You're doing the some bell shit. You're yeah, writing on the, the, the ladder around. Yeah, <laughs> just thumbing through books and being like, mm, "This one's good." Uh, <laughs> this, is real, this is really just like I think I like to think that Daphne probably stays late pretty often just so that she can do this shit. Because I, this is, I, I gather that. Yeah, this is this yeah. is where she feels like she has a lot of purpose. Um, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I mean, it's a double-edged sword for poor Daphne. On one hand, you do love the sense of control and power that being alone gives you, but being alone comes for you at a cost. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you were there working, you smell faint smoke, Ooh. like a cigarette, a familiar brand, uh, Afridi cigarettes, the kind your brother smoked. Oh no! I like I I'll, I I, I she's sitting down and she just stands stark up and just looks around. Do I see anything weird? Uh, leaning up against a bookshelves is a young man uh, wearing combat fatigues. Oh, fuck. Okay. There's no smoking in the library, Daniel. I'm not really smoking, Daphne. It really smells like smoke. Well, that's kind of on you, isn't it? 
You'd suggest I just plug my nose. You're not even supposed to be here. I'd suggest you stop smoking. And as you, as he says this, you realize that you're holding a cigarette. Ah! And what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I like, I lick my thumb and I just put it out with my thumb. Like, oh, there's better it. ways to do that. Don't be gross. It's not gross. I'll wash my hands. I doubt it. Wow. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. No, you shut up. You shut up. You're dead. You're alive. That means I get to talk. I haven't hasn't stopped me. Well, yeah, nothing could stop you from talking, could it, Daniel? Oh, wow. Really sweet to <laughs> your poor dead brother. What do you want? You're in danger. What do you mean? You're in danger. What kind? You know how this works. <laughs> I can't... I don't... I can't... Okay. 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 No, that's, that's fine. Thank you for warning me. Should I... Is this a... Like, what, what heat level are we here? Is this a code red? Where are we at? Hot as the end of a cigarette, honey. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm still holding this wet cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, How much spit did you get up there? <laughs> I am a real, a real juicy spitter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. no, um, so... So this, this obviously like, it chills, it chills Daphne to the bone. She's like, oh, "Fuck, mm. this is, you know, this sort of thing doesn't happen unless it's real serious for her." Mm-hmm. So immediately, it's like a switch is flipped. Like I gotta find my bag and exit immediately. So I, I grab my little satchel. Uh, as you go to do that, I do need you to make our game's first sanity roll. <gasps> Here we go. <laughs> Now you're rolling for the number. You're rolling under that number. I'm just talking to a ghost accidentally smoking a cigarette. I don't think I can roll. As I'll say, tell anyone listening. So in Call of Cthulhu, our characters have sanity points, and uh, they slowly erode as our characters get closer and closer to the mythos or whatever it is. Uh, uh, I prefer not to use the mythos stuff because I'm fuck Lovecraft. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck that guy. You know, I, I want to play a spooky game and never have any tentacle monsters. Deal with it, you racist piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, you did. <laughs> um, uh, but for the purposes of this one shot, uh, I have lowered all of our character sanity significantly. They all have mm, darkness in their paths that has eroded their sanity before this adventure began. Uh, I think we're all getting insight into what Daphne's is right now. So Daphne, go ahead and make that roll. Uh that roll was bad. I mean, it's not like I was expecting to have a great roll for sanity after that interaction I just had. But that was a 52. A 52. Unfortunately, that over fails. my limit. Uh, you take... Oof. You take four sanity damage. So remove four from the number you currently have. Uh, and since I did roll the maximum on the die, I decided to roll. Uh... <laughs> Uh, we're gonna say that you are taken by a compulsion, uh, a sort of bout of madness and mania taking hold in you, and that uh, is that uh, you are suddenly gripped by the confidence that comes from the scenario in which you survived. You're the one who lived. Mm-hmm. And you're the one who's going to keep on living. God damn it. No matter what the cost, no matter what the stakes. Yeah. Keep that in mind as you go forward. Okay. Cool. Interesting. We are in 
we are in emergency mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a spike of adrenaline went through you, and you're like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, uh, you go to step out. Let's go up to the top, uh, the, the observatory. Uh, you're walking down the observatory stairs onto the first floor, Flynn. Yeah. Uh, why don't you go ahead and make me a, um, uh, go ahead and make me a, a spot hidden check. Mm-hmm. Mm. 68 is under 75. Oh. All right. Very cool. Nice. Oh, you got a great spot hidden check. I'm like, really um, good incredible check. at everything. It looks like. You are very smart. <laughs> <laughs> You're a smart, li- a smart, smart lad. Um, uh, with a spot hidden, as you walk to the steps, you immediately see that there are a bunch of men in military uniforms uh, uh, standing at the front of uh, the uh, of the, the planetarium, talking to the two custodians that you know, um, uh, Old Man Meat, as you all call him, and hey. uh, May. Howdy! Do I recognize? Like, what type of military would I be able to gauge? American. Hmm. From the distance and with your role, American. Okay. Um, (laughs) I will make note and keep going towards the coffee, wherever that may be. Uh, okay, so you walk over toward a, yeah, there's a uh, the, the elevators and then uh, stairs to get down there. So you sort of have to approach this whatever's going on to get down there. Uh, so you make your way across the museum. Yeah, the museum sort of like, the middle area of the planetarium is just taken out by these sort of uh, movable displays that have different dioramas of moments in astronomy history, uh, Galileo and shit like that. Nice. You know? uh, little planets, things Love like that. that. Mm-hmm. Our solar system. Uh, as you kind of walk by, you sort of see these, uh, these, these fellas are talking to the two custodians and, uh, as, uh, um, there's just two of them. And as, uh, you approach, uh, one of them kind of looks over at you and then, uh, uh, the, the one that's doing most of the talking, uh, with jet black hair, uh, he sort of, uh, raises his hand and he says, Hey, excuse me. Uh, uh hi, hi. Hey, come here. Okay. Very much follow the orders of this person that is scary. Yeah, and as you walk over, he says, "Ah, good boy. Uh, say, I've been told that a Doctor Rawl is in charge. How about you go get her for me?" Oh, um, uh, 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 sure, sure, certainly. Um, okay, bring her down here. Yes. Okay. Would you like? any coffee no okay um I'm so torn about oh do I get the coffee first or do I get the doctor um <laughs> but I'm gonna go uh now and go to try to find her alright uh, you know her she's on this floor too uh, over there there's sort of administrative offices to the south uh you go there I go there uh, alright so you sort of uh, walked out and you there's a door sort of a, a still lit up with the glass is sort of the frosted glass is still lit. It says uh, Dr. Megan Rawl on the side. Uh, you know, um, 
that she is the curator of the museum, the first uh, woman curator, not only at this museum, but in the city's history. Uh, she is a, a sort of, a, you know, she's a very intelligent woman who knows a lot about astronomy, is very passionate about the project of the Hoffman Institute, and uh, she is extremely kind of busy and focused. Uh, uh, so she often stays late. So while the rest of the administrative offices are closed, uh, her door is still illuminated. Um, Have we already mentioned to her that there's some unidentified objects in the air or is that she doesn't know that yet uh i would say you have not okay i very nervously tap knock 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 um dr alan come in come in just come in go in really just i'm so sorry to interrupt um, doctor, but there are some, um, military people out here wanting to talk to you. Also, side effect, side note, uh, uh, doctor, uh, after, if you want to come up, uh, doctor, Brontosky and I found something that maybe you could look at, but first, um, would you like a coffee? Uh, and uh, she raises her hand and says, Please slow down, Flynn. So, in order of importance, the military's here. Yes. I will be out to see Not the whole military, just a couple of them. I would assume not. Uh, <laughs> uh, you see, she's like just like sort of a, a she's very professionally dressed, uh, sort of middle aged woman. Uh, she's like very curly hair that kind of sticks out, and uh, she is since she's lost interest in trying to retain it back. Uh, and so, sort of a free flowing sort of mane of hair. Uh, uh, she was working on something, but she quickly puts it away and stands up to follow you. Uh, and um, uh, uh, she sort of, uh, as you're walking, she says, uh, So, who is this? Um, oh gosh, I didn't ask the name. Um, I, I, um, I'm not sure. Uh, as, uh, you walk over there, uh, you see that now, uh, um, uh, yeah, the, the, the man's sort of talking to the custodian, sort of looking a little, just sort of like waiting impatiently. And then, uh, as you walk over his, he perks up and smiles and, uh, uh gives sort of like almost a wave to Dr. Rall. And he says, good evening. I am Colonel Varick. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, wanted to know if we could talk for a second. And Dr. Rawl says, yes, what is it? He says, well, Uncle Sam is in need of a little assistance. Uh, there's something here at the museum that we are in need of accessing. And I was hoping that you could uh, guide us to that so we could get out of here. Dr. Rawl says, can you tell me more than that, sir? And he says, well, it's a kind of a disc, like a, made of like a stone material. It's got like a little drawings on it, I guess you'd say. Uh, we just sort of need to know where that is. And Dr. Rawl says, I do not know what you're talking about. And the man says... Uh, that's just not true, though, is it? And you know where it is, and 
I mean, I'm asking on behalf of the government, so I kind of think you should give it to me right now. Dr. Rawl says, you haven't identified yourself, and I do not know who you are. We weren't expecting visitors, and it is past our close. So I must ask you, who are you, and who sent you? And he says, well, I'm Colonel Varick, as I said, and I sent me. So, why don't you find that for me now? Uh, and Dr. Raw kind of looks at all of you sort of like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, we're like... <laughs> I have i don't think I've ever encountered anything like that in the planetarium, Colonel Varric. Um, I'm sure that if we knew what it was you were talking about or why you wanted it, we'd, we'd help, certainly, but you're a little sparing on details. Uh, you hear May, uh, actually everyone hears, you hear two loud cracks distantly. That's gotta be good. Uh, and, uh, uh, it's sort of like, it, it catches you off guard, like, what was that? And, uh, uh, uh then Varric just continues, ignoring the sound completely. Uh, would anyone like to make a check on the sound? Yeah, I definitely oh, want definitely, to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You all have a, you all have a listen skill, everyone who's present. Ooh. Y'all have a listen skill? No. <laughs> Ooh, this this could be a good roll. Oh, Ooh. my listen's not bad. Oh, I did I did very good again. Uh, I rolled a 27, my listen's at a 60, and my really good one's at 30. So Nice! Um, Hell yeah. Anyone do better than that? Nope. Uh, well, you know, you're a proud military man, uh, 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 old man Meads, oh, yeah. having served in many campaigns. <laughs> so, you know, well, you're old. You, you said old war hero. I'm not going to yeah. too much. Okay. Uh, 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 yeah, those are gunshots. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I recognize that right away. And uh, I would say, I mean, listen, I'm I'm an old friendly man, but hearing gunshots in the planetarium is not good. Um, I would say, even though there's military men around, I'd be like, did anybody else hear that? That is distinct sounds of caliber going off. Uh, and uh, uh, Colonel Varick smiles at you and he says, ooh, you're very astute, sir. Very good for someone your age. I'm 84. What? And he says, that's quite up there. Oh, thank you. And, and he says, that was probably the sound of Terry killing whoever's downstairs right now. I'm <laughs> sorry? What? You heard me. Uh, Why? And, and from his jacket, he produces a pistol. Oh, no. And he says, and we could leave it there, but uh, again, options are on the table until I find that disc. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I've worked at this planetarium for 50 years. I've never seen a disc like this. Then you weren't looking for it. Um, mm, that is correct. Can I can I try and, like, sort of get out of his field of vision for a second? Uh, make a stealth check. Okay. Um, why May's doing that, too, I would say, once again, even though I'm a very old man. Uh, roll, actually, uh, roll with disadvantage. Okay. Because he is he has a companion. Okay. Um, and even though uh, 
May's doing that right now. I'm also going to take a look to see what the other two, uh, or if anybody else is packing with them, too. Uh, uh, okay, uh, what'd you get? Uh, so, I got a 19 at disadvantage. Ooh, and wow. my Nice! And, oh, shit. And my uh, stealth is an 80-40-16, so that's a nice. great, great success! So you, uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, so you, uh, yeah, you're, you're certainly making your way kind of around, like, the sort of security desk. Uh-huh. Yeah. You notice that the other uh, man has drawn a gun as well? Uh, but uh, neither of them seem too focused on you, May. Okay. Man, what? I mean, do I have my do I have my mop and bucket with me? I mean, yeah, for sure. I'm not. I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna try to attack them. I just want to make sure I got like something. <laughs> you want to make sure they're safe. Oh God, my mop and bucket. Yeah. <laughs> I cradle and I kiss them. Um, yeah, I just like well, okay, let's. Let's all calm down. I mean, you do seem very calm, so that's good. But yeah. uh, what could we do to help find this disc? Then? Uh, it seems like you might have more information than us. Uh, and he says, I know what I'm looking for, but I don't know where it is. Now, whoever wants to remain alive is going to assist with finding it. It is in this observatory, whether you admit it or not. And if you're hiding it from me, I will find out. And then I will make this very hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, um, yes. Um, Do you know where this is, young man? Um, uh, does Flynn have any idea of... He's very familiar with every single gadget in this building. Just um, at least We're going to call this... I mean, we're gonna call this uh, make an intelligence check, I guess. Could I? Uh, would I be doing the same role? Because I feel like with with uh, old man meets experience being a sure. Janitor, why not? Yeah, I'll, I'll he, let you make a roll too. Um, I think he would know the things pretty well. I rolled a fifteen, which is the a good good, which is better than better. Hell I did yeah! Good. Uh, you you know for sure then you have no clue what this man's talking about, and hearing it described. Uh, uh, I mean, what's being described to you sounds like a, like an artifact, like stone, yeah. runes in it, drawings on it. it. Sounds like a petroglyph. Sounds like something old, something that you would have taken note. Of. Nothing like that is on display in this museum. Yeah. Um. Are you sure you found the right um planetarium, sir? I don't. I don't think we have that. And he says, I know you do. And, you uh, might not know it, but I will find uh, it. Cool. I, I also rolled really good for intelligence. I got another 19. Another 19? Hell yeah. yeah oh, my, what the fuck was your these 19s? Mine, uh, mine's a 27 for the really good one. So, but Damn! If okay, I'd gotten, well, how about this? Just I'm going to give you something good then for since you didn't get, uh, since you got you guys both got good ones. Is you start to remember this, recall that you definitely don't know where this is. Uh, you also notice that, you know, somewhere in this building there is a fire escape and there are now more soldiers. Oh! Three more. Um, now, uh, since I, I'm, I also want to know if there'd be a check or something I could do, I, I'm I'm pretty experienced military man, even though I haven't been in service for many, many years. 
Could I could I discern if they actually look like their official military or if yeah, something else is up? That is Hell yeah, make uh, make this check with a spot hidden with advantage for there you. We go. First one's a seventy-seven, so that's good. Oh my god. This could be really good. <gasps> okay, well I I didn't get the super critical one, but I did roll a sixteen the second one. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That rules, man. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going crazy with these rules. Once we actually get to, like, combat, I'm going to roll, like, a 99. (laughs) You're going to get tuckered out. Your little man body's going to give out. Uh, uh, With that, you you recognize that you have these men. They're wearing American uniforms, but one noticeable difference. They're all wearing armbands. The armbands are black with a blue five-pointed star in the middle of them. You know, historically around this time, armbands with uh, geometrical insignias were not yeah. the uh, the the domain of good people. <laughs> I would not say... made it clear that these are the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, I would now, say, hang on uh... a minute. I think these are the bad guys. <laughs> I would say... Uh, are we I'm... the baddies? <laughs> I'm standing next to May, so I might do a little, like, uh, shoulder nudge and point to the armbands. Oh, God. <laughs> I was trying to, like, get away, and then you nudge me. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I I nudge him back. Um, would I would I notice that she's would I notice that she's trying to like get away and I'm gonna be like uh, uh, I did a little I whisper say, uh, over my lips that uh, with your with with those good rolls that just happened you you can you can almost you decide if you want to but one thing that if you see May is starting to walk away you now see that there are more people than you had originally noticed. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to keep their attention while May's getting away now that I've noticed that. Uh, so I'm going to just, like, walk over with my moth bucket a little bit towards the left of her right to get a distance. And as I'm walking with it, I'm going to I'm gonna drop my mop a little bit. I'm going to drop the mop. You drop the mop? I dropped the mop by accident. Interesting. Okay. I winked, by the way. Uh, you, <laughs> you drop it, and it just, like, it hits with that sort of wood on marble clang. You know, cl- not clang. It's not metal. But, you know, a thump, a thud, yeah. a sound. Uh, and uh, go ahead and roll me spot hidden. Okay. Good rolls. Keep coming. I... This is almost a really great roll. I think I'm, my dice are starting to get back to normal. I rolled a, <laughs> I rolled a twenty-one, which is above my very good one, but that is still a success. You notice when this happens, just sort of out of the corner of your eye, uh, uh, two things. Uh, one, they noticed May, the, the the individuals who were in the museum, and they're heading toward her, and in a way which you did kind of stop them because you notice as you sort of look back and look forward that when that broom hits and that sound. It, hits out they all kind of wince oh and uh 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 colonel varick cocks the revolver or his his gun and he puts it like right at your face and he says if you do that again i'm going to kill you do you understand that Mm, i'm starting to understand your calmness is not necessarily reassuring here no but and I'm starting to get a little fed up. All right, man so to man. So I need to know where to find your collections, Dr. Rall. Or I am going to start choosing who lives and who dies. Yeah, just a, a cold sweat on old man meat right now. Do- <laughs> a cold, cold, sweaty old man meat. Oh, let's God. cut the, let's cut the, oh, let's cut the daft meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that Somebody note, call. 
<laughs> you you rangs. Oh god. <laughs> Dude, ask not for who the old man meat tolls. The old man meat <laughs> tolls for, for thee. <laughs> Wish it wouldn't. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no. Uh, what are you doing, Daphne? Um, so I was just heading out, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, that you kind of hear some of this shit going down. Okay, yeah, that that really validates how how worried I should be. So. Am I taking the stairs or is there an elevator? Oh no! So you, you're the room that the, the library. The only exit will be out into this situation. So I'm going to say that because we okay. took so long. It's to all on the same you, floor. You were, yeah, you were okay. kind of about to step out after having that that conversation with Daniel took place during the escalation of this. Okay, so how much could I hear? Uh, make me a listen check. We'll okay. find out. My listening kind of sucks. So give me a second. <laughs> Hey, there's there's always a there's always a push. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, here we go. Yeah, that weren't that weren't it. Um, did you push or did yeah. you not push? I you didn't did push. push. I did not push. push. Okay, okay. <laughs> no pushing. We're all no no. Salt and Peppa were no not here. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, okay, that was really you know that was faff. You know I I already know something's going down out there. You hear something. The specter of my my brother just told me I was in danger. I don't Context, need, yes. Don't yeah. need more information than that. That was more of a, a hope. Um, yeah. So I was about to just step out. That is the that is for sure the only exit, right? Yes. Okay. That's correct. Um, I will say that I am hearing this commotion. I'm like, I've got to lay low. Uh, I am going to try to just stay in the library but i'm gonna go into uh dr dukes's office and hide under his desk (laughs) all right all right so you go you go into the office as you open the office door uh seated at like 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 he like he's waiting for a job interview it's daniel Daniel. (laughs) he looks he looks at you and he says he says what are you doing there's something going on right outside there. I don't want to walk right into it. I'll be yeah, I know. easy target. It's that's the danger I was telling you about. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna lie low here for a few minutes. You're not gonna do anything to help them? Well, how can I help them? I don't know. Uh, but think we can think of something. Uh, I, you know that I'm not really somebody who just. Uh, is a is a mitigator of these kind of things, you know. I, uh, oh God, I'm feeling you conflicted. You and your big fucking words. I, should I? Okay, all right. You're right. You're right. I am. Why I'm, don't you have a drink? That is a great idea. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> what does Doctor Dukes have? Oh, he's got. He's, it's, the, it's the 1940s, baby. He's got a little bar car. <laughs> okay, okay. But I'm wondering about a few cigarettes about on there Dukes. too. What what is his liquor that he keeps there? Uh, it's largely vodka. Oh, surprising! <laughs> I will pour myself a little tumbler of that, and I will drink it while staring into the middle distance. <laughs> and uh, as uh, as you're doing that, like Daniel's just sort of looking at you, and he says, "How's it taste?" Doesn't taste like anything. Ah, I miss that. <laughs> 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 
I don't know if you do. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Oh, man. Great. <laughs> I'll, this one's for you. I, I finish I finish off blood, my blood. Don't, glass. Don't, don't patronize me. Come I'm on. sorry. Look, you want me to go out there? I'll go out there. Wait, wait, don't, don't, you mean, like, be, be, be careful about it. What, what do you mean? Be careful. I know you can't help me help me, but give me something. I don't know. Find a weapon. You're right. Okay, you're right. I I start opening up drawers in the desk. Oh, you start opening up drawers in the desk? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you open up the bottom drawer of Dr. Duke's desk, and there's a pistol. <laughs> there it oh. is. <laughs> Thank that's, you. Uh, that's good news. And, there it and, is. And uh, uh, Daniel goes, holy shit, is that a gun? Yeah, of course it's a gun. Of course he has a gun. It's the 40s. Why does he have a gun? Yeah, it's the 40s. You don't know you're always here. It doesn't mean I'm omnipotent. Well, you know, you could try it for once. It could be really helpful. <laughs> I'm not God. I'm Daniel. <sighs> That's always one of your biggest faults. <laughs> in life. Oh, wow. If I was God, what would that make you, huh? Oh, God, too? <laughs> <laughs> so blasphemous. Can't you tell, like, it's real? I'm, come on. Okay, I'm sorry. Don't mean to be rude. Thought that we could joke around a little bit. It's a bit of a tense situation, Daniel. I, I'm sorry. I'm just. I wish I could drink. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you can't drink. You should have some of the scotch. Okay, I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Constitution roll. Yeah, we should. There we go. Might as well. There we go. We doing it. I have it. my gun. I have my scotch. <laughs> this is starting to sound a lot like Sadie's Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh no! <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I would like to push that, even though I did roll sixty-nine. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that's, wow. that's so nice. That's success in my book. It was really nice, but it was okay, a little bit too much spice. Do it, do it, please. No, please, please do it. Okay, okay, I'm gonna push. Um. Sidebar, real quick. Push, I just roll again, right? You roll again, and if you fuck up this time. Oh. Oh. Boy. Oh, <laughs> oh that no. does not look good. It's a 79. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. One of my nice even 10. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, 10. Uh, so you, uh, you go to swallow this scotch. Uh, you pour yourself a pretty big pull, uh, uh, and as the first bit goes down your throat, you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> and then in your head, you're sort of like, well, what if I just drink more? And that will... <laughs> yeah, like, this is spicy. I need to cool off my throat. And so you basically just chug this glass of scotch. Oh, that sounds uh, As you good. put down your glass, like, Daniel's like, oh, shit. <laughs> what? You don't... Listen, I'm stressed, Daniel. That was a lie. Shut up. <laughs> they can't know. They can't know. They won't know. Hey, Daniel, they won't know. Okay, I have my gun, and I'm like, I'm gonna go out there and fix this. Oh, God. Uh, put away the gun. Don't don't show them shit, the gun. Shit, you're right. Okay, I I put the gun in my satchel. There you go. Thank goodness. Thank goodness for dead brothers, because if you walked yeah. out there drunk with like a fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. set boys, <laughs> like, thanks Daniel, I'm going out there. No. No. Woo. Okay, I, have, I I stuff it in the satchel. Give myself a deep breath. It's fine. We're, we're gonna get this. out of this. We're both gonna this. get out of this. Oh, I mean, I'm already dead. 
you're gonna get out of this. <laughs> I, I, it just the best sort of like, I have my shit together, business walk. Time for me to pretend I don't know that things are very bad out there and try to quietly enter the scene. As you as you walk out there, uh, you walk. So you're, that's where you're, you're cruising out there. Mm-hmm. You put the gun away. You walk out there. I'm going to say that the uh, uh, the effect of you're drunk now. Uh, so certain <laughs> yeah. things are going to be at disadvantage. Uh, also, we're going to say that this has sort of doubled your mania. Uh, so you not right. only are the you're the survivor who's going to be getting out of this alive. Uh, you're now like walking out of there like with the mindset of an action movie star. Oh yeah. You're. <laughs> Waiting for your opportunity. Oh God! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, I think we've we've introduced our loose cannon to the yep. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so you just like you step out, and as you step out, you see it. There's like a tall, like a sort of a red-haired, handsome man looking at this display, and he turns to you and he says, "Varric, there's another one." Excuse me, can I help you with something? <laughs> and uh, the, the the figure is now pointing a pistol at you. You don't have to do that. I'm over just there a librarian. I put over my hands there up. with the others. I put my hands up in a very feminine little way. Jazz hands, sachet across. This is before Fosse, so don't. you sort of. And that young Jeez gentleman's Louise, name what's was. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's hey, 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 <laughs> Bob! It's it's me, your cousin Varric. <laughs> Found that dance you've been looking for. <laughs> Everybody gets to live now. We don't have to kill these dancers. Uh, uh, so he he approaches. Uh, he puts sort of like pushes you over toward the others, where you see the two custodians and Flynn, the uh, assistant to the astronomer. Hey, what's going on? Will anyone tell me? Um, oh well. We're looking for a stone disc, and if we don't find it, they're going to kill us. The old man is quite correct. Uh, hi, I'm Colonel Varric. Uh, we're looking for a stone disc. If you know where it is, you could save a lot of lives. Okay, stone disc. Do I know where it is? Uh, make an intelligence roll. Okay, here we go. <laughs> roll again, roll again. Jiggity jig. Okay. Um, so I rolled a 68, but my intelligence is 90, so. Oh, that's pretty cool. Nice. Smart cookie. Um, uh, uh, yeah, you are a very smart cookie. Uh, you do not know where it is. You definitively do not know. Uh, but you do know that the artifacts in this museum are kept in a uh, storage room in the basement. Okay. It's, it, it's, it's climate control. It's, it's a nice... Yes, it's a nice basement. Yeah, they're in like the garage next to the sedan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But those won't exist for another 30 years. It's not in our exhibited collections, but if we do have such an object, it would be in storage with all of our other artifacts. Mm, Right? And Varric Varric says, I like you. Thank you. You've been very helpful. So there is storage for your artifacts. I would very much like to go see those. Mm, Now, what to do with you all? can't have you running around while we conduct our search so are you going to be good yes Yes. uh i suppose well why don't we 
put you somewhere. How about that? Like the basement? No, I believe that it's going to be mine for now. Well, well, well. How about? Yes. The uh, the janitorial staff, of course, are the ones with the keys. Shouldn't we bring bring them along? Great point. Uh, uh, and he says. Ooh, I like you even more now. And he points his gun at you, uh, 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 Mordecai, and he says, your keys, please. Oh. I mean, you're not going to find a fight from me. <laughs> and just hands over the keys. And yours as well. Um, so I hand over the keys that I was given by the museum. Okay. Ooh. Good question why I'm handing the keys over. I'm not going to try to take it off if this is the case, but does that fire exodize thinking about need a key to get out of? Uh, well, a fire uh, exodize no. shouldn't need a key. It's for no, safety. No. But what if the fire gets in? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a point. Yeah. Thank you. That's why you have a secret knock that fire doesn't okay. know. But yeah, I, de- I definitely don't have an issue handing over the keys. All right. And uh, uh, he, he takes he takes the, the sets of keys and he says, uh, that should keep you out of trouble and also uh, help me to get into where I'm looking for. Let's see. How about uh, that library there? Is that the only exit from the library? Yes. Put them in there for now. Me? No. My <laughs> soldiers. Gentlemen, is this Gary, Larry, please? Sadie's one of the soldiers now. <laughs> she yeah. defects so quickly. Listen, I'm drunk yes, and I sir. have a gun. Like, I, I, I'm ready to join the army. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they, uh, Gary and Larry uh, uh, come over and they, they, they point their guns at you and insist that you walk over to the uh, the library. Okay. Um, Hobart. Yes. As they're like leading us over there, I'm gonna like, sort of lag behind and bump into one of them and I'm gonna try a sleight of hand roll. Four? Uh, to try and get something like, see what I can find in their pocket, see if I can, like, palm anything. Okay. I'll pick pocket. <laughs> Everyone's waving goodbye to me. Bye bye uh, so my half is 40, and I got a 37. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, so, uh, you, that is a, a big success. Uh, uh, you reach into their pockets. You notice that one of them kind of has a, uh, a little bit of a, God, this, I wish I could find a better way to phrase this in my head, but it's too late. Bulge in the back pocket, uh, and you grab out a little wallet. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just very, very nervous, please. Um, and uh, the the the, the it's it's a uh, uh, Larry mm-hmm. and Larry just like, uh, like sort of, I mean just like fucking like it's a like it's a reflex, just arm straight out, gun right to your forehead. Oh God! And just... uh, uh, Varric goes, Larry, <laughs> Larry, sorry about that. We're all a little testy. It's a big night. Under- understandable. I just. I really just tripped. I'm sorry. And, and uh, he, he he looks at you. His eyebrow raises a little skeptically. And he says, you just tripped. 
Listen, I'm a little nervous. There's guns. Fast talk. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, do it with advantage because you okay. get a good roll. Okay. <laughs> Fast talk. Uh, it's an 18, so not a big Ooh. success, but a success. Woo! Hell yeah. And he sort of looks at you and he says, don't worry. You're going to be okay. Thank you. I'm. Listen, I want to get you what you want, but we'll, we'll be out of your way. And you can get what you need and get out. Go on. All right. Uh, so he sort of uh, uh, directs you all into the library, uh, uh, and uh, including Dr. Rawl, who goes in there and sort of sits at one of the tables for a second. And uh, 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 um, uh, Varric sort of looks around and he says, hmm, you know, I am going to need a little assistance. So, doctor, why don't you come with me too? Dr. Rawl sort of looks at all of you. And she backs to the to Varric. And Varric closes the door and he says, Now remember, if you step outside, one of my soldiers is going to shoot you in the face. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the <laughs> reminder. And he closes the door. And we're the only ones in there, right? Yeah, the four of you. Okay, I immediately kind of like slowly bring out my like the wallet that i palmed and like open it up uh inside is the id for a man named uh uh greg hmm. didn't the-, the picture looks nothing like the man you were talking to yeah are you robbed yeah <laughs> oh but let's call it what it was um <laughs> okay so um i don't think it's very um difficult to discern that these guys are um, probably not who they say they are, as evidenced Thanks. by this, and I show the ID. Mm, yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't want to say anything back there with everybody, but I noticed they had the little armbands, and I don't think they're really military. But what kind of person would steal valor? <gasps> oh, no! <laughs> oh. If only there was some type of documentary service that could record this on a collected... Okay, no, I'm just... Oh my god. Yeah, we're well, if anybody wants it, there's there's all sorts of liquor in the office. <laughs> I don't mind if I do. Is that we why could you... just party. <laughs> oh god. Oh god, uh, Dr. Bontusky's upstairs. They haven't... Um, I have some to bring him coffee. Um, well, they're going to the basement, so he should be so fine, should right? Be they have fine. no business upstairs, right? Uh-huh. And there's no way that they would know that he's up there, like... Oh, no. Unless I mean, do I know about Dr. Bontusky? Of course. And so I know of his listening habits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I want to alarm remember everybody. <laughs> that he listens to marching band music in the... Uh, uh, oh, no. Yeah, I don't want to alarm anybody, but even if they're not military, I guarantee they're sweeping this whole place for everybody like us. <sighs> okay. Well, I have a gun. That's you, great. What? <laughs> We're gonna get out of here. God, my God, Daphne, when do you have listen, a gun? Listen, I don't, I don't need to explain. I have a gun. We need to use it. It's in my satchel. Okay. 
remember that because we're gonna we i we are gonna get out of here I'm what's everyone's uh, what's everyone's hand yeah, do you know how to use a gun no offense ma'am no well, respect I read books. given i've got a 20 uh, uh, uh Daniel, point. Daniel's sitting over at one of the research tables. He sort of shakes his head. Well, you'd show me if I really needed to know, right, Daniel? Do I hear that? I mean, you certainly heard <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, of course you did. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, uh... I do yeah, a pet and an old man double take, though. What? What? Don't mind him. Listen, who? we're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was the least reassuring we're gonna be fine yeah. i've ever heard recorded no, no. <laughs> sorry i don't want to alarm anybody here but i do have some military experience in handguns and if you want to give it to me i mean i think you all have more to live for than me to be honest well um i i don't know about that um but i i really think that it would probably be safer in your hands than daphne who is it's I not believe... in my hands. It's in my satchel. Okay. Could you um, <laughs> could you show us where that is? I'm wearing it. Okay, great. Could you hand that to my uh, my friend over here? Oh, I thought you said it wasn't okay to be in my hands, but look, those stories are changing every minute. And I pull, I pull out the handgun, and I hand it to old man meat. And I pull on all of them. Oh, <laughs> the <game's God>. <laughs> no. I, um, I say, you'll know reveal. what to do this. You're, you're a man of the service. Yeah. Yeah, you, you've got this. Uh, would I Would I be able to, I mean, I guess I would be able to assess. Would I have, like, enough uh, area on my, my uh, jumpsuit to put it in a, a conspicuous concealed kind of location. uh before we do that uh daphne i need you to make me a power roll Uh-oh. power roll oh. it's over <laughs> compelled to shoot uncle me yeah <laughs> okay here we go i rolled 69 again nice. Woo! that's not nice because oh that overpowers my power roll um, Ooh, damn uh, shame uh, you start to hand it over to Matt, to to meet uncle me or not sorry can old i not push it old can't man I push it if you'd like to push it because oh. currently the compulsion that is driving you says oh no i need the gun yeah, it's true. I, I, it's true. I, I'm going to roll again to see what the push is like here. Okay. Uh, don't fuck with me. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, 60. So, no, I, I want to keep the gun. Okay, so not only do you want to keep the gun because you failed the push roll, uh, you uh, go to hand the gun to old man meat, and then you sort of like, I mean, there's just no better way to say it. You golem a little. <laughs> Yo, no. You like, you like, start to hit me. You're like, actually, I think it would be best, you know, because anyone could need the gun. I'm going to keep this. I'm going to keep this in my satchel if you need it, if you really need it. You know where to find it. But otherwise, this is my gun. <laughs> oh, boy. I put it back in the satchel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I literally you're, do say out loud. So oh, much boy. scarier than Barrack is. <laughs> Definitely. You told us to make our characters fucked up. Okay. I yeah. know. You, thank this you. This is the closest to Sadie that I've ever played on a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Finally, uh, someone <laughs> captured how twisted you are. Welcome to your twisted we. mind. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, Daphne, that's fine. Um, 
I'm glad we're all in agreement. Yeah. Sorry, it's it's the Joker and Harley Quinn Suicide Squad meme that was like she was like his king. <laughs> God help anyone get but it's but it's Daphne and the gun. God help anyone who gets in between Daphne and her gun. Yeah, I'm not. I can tell right away. This is not a. This is not a a, a ship that should shell right now. I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah. Wow, that's um... lots of wisdom in your years. <laughs> we'll leave that. Um, well, we'll we'll come story. back to that yeah. later. But what I I don't I don't want to go over my balance here. But we could try to go for the fire escape because I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't want to sound grim, but I think if they find that stone disc, they are going to kill us still. Yeah. Fire escape. Is the fire escape accessible from here? Uh, you'd have to exit the library to get there. Fuck. Fuck. Shit. Well. Um, yeah. Is this there building a... is not very fire code compatible because it's the 40s and also because it's a game setting. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. <laughs> <it> so, <yeah. laughs> There's an exit where you can leave from this situation in every room. <laughs> so when so we... freaking safe. When we were when we were being shoveled off into here, could we tell if there is more than one man at the post for the library? Or you have no idea what's going on behind that door. Okay. Um, if only there was a way for us to see on the other side, but hmm, I think we're in trouble. Daphne. Yes. Uh, is there a telephone? In telephone. This room? Oh. Of course, of course. There's two. There's two telephones. Oh, okay. Um, where would that telephone be? So we are at. Where where are we in the library right now? You're in the you're like in the main library section. Uh, yeah. the, the offices are off to the, the the sort of east of you. I mean, there would be yes. one at the like checkout desk. Oh, for sure, most so, definitely. Yeah, I'm like mm-hmm. right this way. I'll okay. lead you over. This is my telephone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um... <laughs> Not doing well mentally. <laughs> <laughs> if you touch I'm it, I'll kill doing, you. I'm doing great. I don't know what you're talking about. This, um, is, this is wonderful. Um, I think we should. I, well, I'm gonna pick it up. Is there any tone? It's dead. <gasps> okay. It's completely dead. Shit. All right. Um. Okay. Well, we've ruled that out. Do I know of any exits from the library other than the entrance where you're shoveled in? Everyone make spot hidden checks. All right. Here we go. There we go. Ooh. Okay. Freaking 12. That was really good. I rolled a 39, which is right under my 40. Nice. I got a 77. I'm very scared. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're holding a phone. (laughs) No. I rolled a 14, which is uh, uh, under my 25. But hell yeah, you're you're familiar with this room, and Flynn notices it kind of first. But you all, the three of you, old man, meet Flynn and uh, Daphne. Immediately notice that there's a piece of paper on the table. One of the tables, the table specifically where very briefly Dr. Rawl sat down when she walked into this room. Oh, oh boy. I go to eat it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm so hungry. I need fiber. It's a string of numbers. What are they? I've got my notes with me still. Yeah. Uh, Whatever you want, make make intelligence checks. Anyone who's interested in the number, actually, Definitely. specifically Daphne and uh, uh, Daphne and uh, uh, Flynn. Oh, I, I got it. 
Uh, I just barely made it. I have rolled an 83 and I have an 85 intelligence. Nice. Well, I got a 53, which is good. Nice. All right, so you both pass. You both immediately recognize exactly what this is. It's an accession number. It is a number given to a item in a museum's catalog. Uh-huh. Oh. Do I, would I be able to, knowing that this is an accession number, like, is there anything that would indicate we know where in museum it is? Like, is it, uh, is it, is it doing I mean, decimaled or what? It's a little, it's, it's, it's a number kind of given to things as they are inputted into a museum. Okay. So it's less like, yeah, it's not like, it's not Dewey Decimal. It's more of just like enumerating things in a collection. Gotcha. So would that. However, you know, it's certain things, something that would be on record. And that record would be in the library. Oh, yes. All of our records are here. Then. Miss Librarian, will you show us to the records? Absolutely. Follow me, and I will send them over to the records section, of which I assume there is one. There is. <laughs> okay, looking good. Okay, awesome. Um, <laughs> the record of session is in the pocket of Colonel Varick. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm give you guys an impossible to task. No, um, <laughs> time to roll out those guitar skills. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> Um, I just okay. wrote a new song. It's called hey, Wonderwall. Hey, Varric, you like guns? <laughs> I have one. Do you like scotch? <laughs> I'm not like the other girls. <laughs> wow, fucking rake me across the coals. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's as closest to playing you you've ever done. I like guns. <laughs> I like guns. I like scotch. And yeah, I'm haunted by the ghost of my dead brother. <laughs> big deal. I like all the other girls. <laughs> I'm not here to win. I'm here to make friends. <laughs> oh god, we're back to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay. Call back. So I look up this number in the records and uh, I assume that Flynn, you, since you also know that number. You... Library use time. Yeah, yeah, library use time. Here we go. Do we go both get a roll it? Or oh, just... Yeah. You're helping me. I'm helping... Okay, I'm absolutely gonna. Damn. I'm gonna push that because that was a really drunk roll. I'm also <laughs> gonna push it because <laughs> I did bad. Right. Uh, I'm really worried now. <laughs> That's much better. That's They're much gonna better. set it on fire. I'm under seventy five, which is which is my library. Usage. I did nice. Uh, I did under under half. I got a twelve. Nice. Ah. So you were kind of helping Daphne a little bit. I'm just <laughs> a little you're to... I don't know why. Flynn, Flynn, Flynn sitting next to you. Flynn, you, I'm going to say this, especially because you pushed the role, Daphne, that Flynn, you're like sitting next to her and you're like, oh my God, she is so fucking drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, you, uh, uh, you, you, you sort of uh, help her out a little bit, but you know, she still knows the way around the library. And what it is, is it's a fairly old record in, the collection. Oh. Uh, what, 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 what info do I? It's a, there's a drawer down a certain aisle. You know where to find it. These are aisles like in the museum displays or in storage? Oh no, these are these are aisles in the, the library. You have to find the information first. This oh, is, I thought that's, you what, found, I thought you that's found, what we just rolled Okay. <laughs> Oh no! You've you rolled to find the information. You have now know where to find it. Okay. Okay. Now I would like to go there. 
All right, cool. So I you go, go, yeah, it's there. like sort of like older cabinets, like in the kind of far back corner of the library where there are just like museum records and stuff, copies of museum record, official records being kept somewhere else, perhaps the, the Dr. Rowell's office. Uh, and uh, you open up a drawer, you find, filter through with such a, a success, do you find what you're looking for? And it is a file folder with the information on this item. Are there pictures, uh, place of origin, time, carbon dating? Was that available in the 40s? Uh, when you open it, no carbon dating. Well, you, uh, you uh, go ahead and do another library check. Uh, you're now doing research on this. You're doing some reading. Oh, can I help? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, you definitely can. This will take, this will take, by the way, about an hour to accomplish. Okay. Oh, Ooh. I hey, did it. good. What are we doing? <laughs> Wait, I don't even have research as a skill. <laughs> oh, no, 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 library use. Oh, thank God. Okay, then yeah, I Library did... use for research. I did really good for library use. I was under... Under uh, 37, it was a 26, so that's... Nice. Not my best, but my second best. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, you sort of uh, come through, and you gather this is an item that came from the Hoffman's private collection. Uh, in fact, you are quite shocked to see, as you flip through, an old photograph. Ooh. Like, very old. Um, and it depicts a much younger Dr. Rawl standing next to a stone disc. That motherfucker. Uh, next to her is a smiling man with a big mustache, and a uh, sort of a, a, a very look a, a beautiful woman with like I mean it's a black and white photo, but you can tell like her hair is quite blonde, fair. So, it's young raw blonde woman and a Hoffman. Uh, go ahead and make uh, make intelligence checks on this, since yeah. if you're curious. Yeah. good less nice. than half nice i got 68 which is good oh nice well both of you immediately recognize well these are famous people yeah the first one you already correctly identified that that is uh heimdall hoffman uh, he was the head of the hoffman institute uh, uh heimdall unfortunately passed away sometime in the late 30s uh however the head true head of the hoffman institute as it has been for now several decades, is the wife of Heimdall Hoffman, uh, a woman named Joan Hoffman. Uh, uh, Joan was a prominent, like, paranormal figure. She had, like, a sort of psychic show and sort of a, a like, a seance kind of club back in the 20s. And then that sort of expanded out to be her becoming more of, like, a self-help guru, in a way, of the paranormal. And now, here in the late 1940s, uh, she shifted her focus during wartime to becoming someone who boosted the morale and... and at a certain point, almost derisively, a lot of people now think of the Hoffman Institute as being an entertainment company. She produces shows and uh, radio hits and plays and uh, stuff like that. Uh, um, uh, conventions and things that celebrate the occult and the paranormal, but in a very commercialized way. She's sort of almost like a, in this spooky Chicago world, almost like a Walt Disney-esque figure. But it is her with Dr. Rawl standing next to the very a stone disc, much like Dr. Uh, Colonel Varrock described. Any information on what this disc is, or you just have a photo? 
Uh, the, yeah, there's information. You take the hour to parse it with your great epi- uh, 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 things. It is unknown its origin. It is unknown its purpose. It is not of this world. Ooh. <laughs> also, you did. And oh, yes. Oh, what? No, what? what, what I was going to say you showed your hand a little bit and you said Colonel Varrock. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all know who it is at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's that scaly blue bastard. Uh, 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 and uh, um, he. Uh, uh, we also noticed that the, the notes say that um, uh, uh, held within the Hoffman Planetarium seems to react to the night sky. Well, this However, is the thing they were looking for. So if they find this, uh, that's great. We can all go home, right? <laughs> the location, however, you'll notice as a uh, museum professional, the location is not filled out. Oh. oh. Hmm. So. Well, I, I don't think that we should um, give this to them. Um, I don't think so either. And to, to answer your question, Daphne, um, if they are sure that they have got what they wanted, they will definitely dispose of us. Um, We're American mm. citizens. Are these this in service of the United States? I, I'm starting to wonder. Yeah, I would say right now, uh, Old Man Meets having flashbacks to the horrors of war, and he's just like, <laughs> Oh no! I don't think it really matters, to be honest, if you're an American citizen or not with these people. Oh, yeah, we, we had a whole war about this a couple uh, years ago with other gentlemen in armbands. Um, mm. They, well, they were... weren't U.S. soldiers. Uh, true. I, I'm uh, starting to wonder if maybe the United States military might not be the most upstanding organization. Um, we're going to unpack that later. But right now, <laughs> we need to get out of here. Before, I know we already wasted, not wasted, spent a good amount of time going a useful hour a useful hour useful hour definitely uh, uh miss daphne do you know if you have any books on symbols i noticed the the, the armbands that they all seem to have and maybe we could find something that that means absolutely You're i would right, be able to point. direct them to to that some sort of encyclopedia that would have yeah i'm gonna say this is kind of a a little bit of a showing of your hand uh flynn you're well aware that in the library there are certain books that were you know gifts of the hoffman institute a paranormal organization something that doesn't always follow exactly with what mainstream science dictates and you privately have come down to consult with such books before books about otherworldly symbology uh the presence of alternate of um otherworldly entities on this planet etc so you are aware of that such books exist within this library. I know exactly where they are, but I'm being <laughs> let in the cool. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. want, you want to make the trunk lady work. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even clocked in. <laughs> Wait, did you clock out? <laughs> I'm not. Oh. Oh. not. This, is, this is Daphne's time. This is when I am the head librarian. Me time. <laughs> yeah, I guess I would call what I'm doing tonight self-care. 
Um, so I'm going to show you where these books are, even though you already know. Oh, yeah. So you go over to this little section, the back corner, and there's, yeah, these sort of dusty books. Uh, at least one of them, you notice, was written by him, Dale Hoffman. Uh, but uh, go ahead and make a library use. Just Flynn. Okay. Okay. Ooh. 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 Good. Good. Very okay, nice. Good. Um, just, just, just great. Oh, no. What'd I you got get? 38 out of 50. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> it was when you said it, I was, like, I, was like, I was like, God damn, <laughs> you got 99? Uh, um, uh, uh, yeah, with that, so yeah, you find the book that has little symbols in itself, yeah. Uh, anything that looks like the five-pointed star. Uh, go ahead and make, uh, um, uh, we're going to call this a power roll power. for you. Oh, God. So, okay. Oh, Oh, no, that's actually very nice. Um, I did the normal good. Nice. Uh, with a almost supernatural effortlessness, you turn the pages. Uh, uh, Daphne, you certainly notice that suddenly it's like Flynn just kind of goes into auto mode, flipping pages, flipping pages, flipping pages, and you stop on a symbol of a star. Uh, four stars, in fact seen in places around the world, particularly in uh, around like a sort of a, a, a recovery site, as it's called in the book, around somewhere in the Mediterranean, uh, uh, Persia. Uh, and uh, you see that uh, a something was found there, uh, uh, artifacts predating humanity. Uh, oh. uh, the symbol seems to be otherworldly. Uh, it is a sign of travelers. So, hmm. the sign on their band is a sign of travelers, but the stars, or the, the stars in a horizontal line, the four of them? Oh, most definitely. Hmm. Well, shit. It's anti-Chicago. Dixie-turvy! <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Almost like it's spooky or something. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> spooky. You know, I would say why why they're doing this. I'd want to make good use of my time, and I would say I'm trying to put like, I guess what I would do as an old man, like this, <laughs> I'd I'd put my ear to the library door and try to hear if I could make out the sound of how many people might be outside in the hall. Okay, go ahead and make a listen check. Because I'm gonna say, you know what, this is some military shit. This is something I would have done in service. Yeah. 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 But I'll tell you what, with a 68, I ain't hearing shit. <laughs> Your hearing starting to go, unfortunately, Aww. Mordecai. Yeah. You ain't the soldier you used to be. Uh, you hear uh, muffled sounds that at least sound like two men. Mm. It's better than nothing, I say to myself. <laughs> um, which way did the doors open to this? Uh, in. In? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Oh, okay. Um, so I'm starting to wonder if we're if we're gonna get out of here, we might have to get a little physically um, involved. Hmm, I think that's gonna have to be the case. I have a gun. You do. We know, and that's that's wonderful. Thank um, you. 
I... I think that maybe we should go for it. Because otherwise, we're just going to sit here until they kill us. What do, mean, what do you mean, go for it? Just run? Well, I mean, we should take the... Like, I don't know, do something with the guards outside, because otherwise... Well, we're done in my for. opinion, I mean, okay, I'm going to actually, before I say this, when I look, uh, if I look around the library, would there be enough places for us to hide pretty successfully or easily? Um, I mean, there's shelves and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say this, but I think, hear me out. We open the door, but we all hide and we let them come in and then we try to pick them off one by one. That's old man meat. That's actually a great idea. I'm had some experience before okay um okay i think that's a good idea um if you are not confident in your abilities um i would suggest to keep your head down hmm. but how you that we're doing i think how are you all feeling i i i'm not gonna sit around and wait to get shot yeah. in the face by a very scary military man i'm with you i think i think it's time to Maybe. Now, Daphne, I do have to ask, how are you I, feeling about that gun? I need to keep it with me. I have no other way to defend us. <laughs> I, and once again, I'm like, okay, good luck. Um, I'm going to try one thing. Okay. I'm going to try... Mm, well, it's against... Well, it's against Sadie, so I don't know if it would work. Never mind. Don't I was going to try it. and persuade... Um, <laughs> I was going to try and persuade... Daphne, but I don't know how that would work. Um, it's yeah, it's gonna be a high roll. It's gonna be with disadvantage at the very least, okay. because Daphne, you see, is gripping this gun yeah. with a mania uh, that you have that's uh, fair not seen before on her face. That's I would fair. also like to try to. I'm once again thinking, going back to my past as a military man, I would like to try to home alone a situation here a little bit. <laughs> Oh, could I, genius. Could, I, so could I take the wire from the phone and try to make a kind of, like, a wire that would connect to the doors you open it to trip them as they come through? Oh, my God. Okay. Yes. Uh, we're going to call this a, uh, um, uh, do you have electrical repair? God, I hope. Let me see. <laughs> I or, do. Oh, wow. Or mechanical repair, either one. Yeah, let me see. Okay, electrical. We're going to not... call this a kind of that, because you're using it to, you're using that to build a trap. Yeah, <laughs> electrical's a little bit better. It's not the I love highest. this so much, I'm trying to think of, like, a... Very uh, good yeah. electrical repair. I could assist you. Oh, okay. If you want to work together... Yeah, let's it. work together. I am very old again. Okay. So, yeah, I go over this, but like, okay, here's the thing. You can talk to Daphne. I'll let you two work it out. Okay. I like your connection. We're going to set up a little trap <laughs> just when they come through. I mean, here's the thing. It might trip one or two of them, but that's going to be a chance where they could drop a gun and one of us could go to grab it and try to get the others as they come through. Absolutely. I think that's But the rest of us... But the rest of us... They're just trying to collect all should, the guns. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of us should definitely hide while this happens. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. All right. All right so... roll, roll, roll for trap construction. Come on. Oh, 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 under. Good. Mm -hmm. Okay, mine's mine did not hit it. I'm at I'm, a, I'm at a forty-five, and it's a, I need a twenty-five. Should I push Sorry. it or should I should I let your call? Uh, How much luck you got? Would you two get? Would you two get? 
How much? Oh, much, how much luck do I have? This would be a good time to use it. I have a feeling. What did what did Meadow and what oh, did Meadow and uh, 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 sorry May and uh, uh, Flynn get? Oh, I wasn't doing it for that, so I'll let that resolve first before I. Okay, first. Yeah. Would you would you get Flynn? Um, I just did a regular success. A regular success. Okay. Where are the luck numbers so again? You want to push, 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 or use your luck? Uh, you have like twenty points of luck. Oh, I, that would put it at twenty-five exactly. Ah. Oh. Blow it all. Do it. I'm blowing all my luck right now. I'm Hell old. Yeah. Fuck We're about yeah. to get a gunfight. Fuck fight. yeah, dude. Uh, so you guys get a you get a wire tied across there. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty decent trip wire, man. It's at least going to take one person down. It might yeah. not take two down. I know, I'm, I'm sure in Flynn, as we do this, like, listen, I know it looks stupid and obvious, but when they open and they run that door, they're not going to be thinking about it. I've, I've seen this happen before. <laughs> all right. Um... And what you? What are you doing, May? Uh, so I actually forgot that it was at disadvantage. Oops! And I got a seventy-three for persuade. Not happening. No, 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 no. You, you, you try and like a uh, uh, Daphne just like looks at you. Just okay, okay. You're right. You're right. Like, you need that gun. You need that listen, gun. Look at me. Okay. I need the gun. Yeah, you need the gun. Perfect. Don't worry. We are gonna get out of this. <laughs> okay, okay. So what's our move, gang? Um, okay. Being the being the older man and like uh, having lived a, a life of discernible decisions, I feel like I'm gonna stand where I think they're gonna come through and trip and try to grab the gun when they come through. If I, they do, okay. I think I am also going to stand close to the door where they might be. Okay. Are these shelves? Are they freestanding shelves? Almost oh, definitely. Okay, I. Oh, I, I am, like that. I have I my my game plan right now is like I know that that gun I'm I'm saving for when I really need it you know that's staying in the back but for right now we you know what is a stronger tool than a book for the knowledge book itself shelves onto people I'm clocking that idea and I'm gonna pick a different row from you yeah yeah, yeah we, we okay. I don't think we're flanking the sort of center aisle oh amazing yeah. yes we got these all right. Let us ensue with our proto home alone. <laughs> okay, yes, we have, we have we have constructed a proto home alone escape plan to get out of the library, and that is going to be where we stop this. Ah! And then all you hear we'll is say, gunshots. Well, actually, actually, for for the for for proper suspense, we'll say that you all take positions, and how do you alert them to come to the door? Help! I fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> And with that, we're done with this episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of NBC Incorporated. Uh, we'll be back with a, the second part of this Halloween episode next week. This is a two-parter. We're very excited that you get to, hear, to, to share it with you. Uh, we're going to see how our four employees make it out of this crazy situation they're in. We got space. We got artifacts. We got guns in the hands of people who see ghosts. It's Call of Cthulhu, baby! <laughs> Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, we also encourage you to check out all the other shows on Machine Culture. They are our uh, network uh, that sponsors the show. Uh, check out Please Make This. Podzuki. Chronicles of Nania. Do we still dig this? Hell and yeah. And also, Incorporated. <gasps> and also, please check us out. <laughs> check us out again if, since you've already listened to this whole episode. Uh, also, check out uh, uh, Mega Colossus. They're the band that normally supplies our theme song. Okay, with that, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you soon. Oh, <laughs> don't look out behind you. There's a ghost.
Today's show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.